studio. Yeah. We are. Today I walked into the room and I was like, man, feels feels good to be back in the studio. <laughs> it was like, ooh, write that down. Yeah. Use that for later. Um, Hi, guys. It is the end of January. Mm-hmm. And we had a long week, an ambitious week. Mm-hmm. I got into a car accident this week. <laughs> <laughs> Just remembered. Um, crazy week. Um, yeah, after a great start this year. I was literally talking to my coworkers. In the month of January alone, my sister's car broke down. My dad's car got broken into, and I got into a car accident. Damn. Um, I'm fine, by the way. My car <laughs> is fine. Everything's fine. But it was really scary, and I yeah. cried for a really long time, and I was oh. late to work. But everything's fine, and we're all good. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing? And also, what tea are we drinking? And also, um, happy Monday. And mm-hmm. yeah. I told a customer at work today that you got <laughs> that you got in a car accident. Why? Why did you do that? <laughs> someone came in, and they're like, hey, how are you? And they're like, well, I just got in an accident. And I was like, so did my friend. <laughs> Not that long ago. And I was like, yeah, that sounds stressful. So I'm happy you're okay. <laughs> I called my boss the morning of the accident and I was like, hey, traffic is absolutely crazy. I've never seen it this oh, bad because yeah. it was just like drizzling a little bit. And I live kind of far away from my job. So anytime there's just like a little bit of traffic, it very much affects my commute. And then I called her back 20 minutes later and I was like, hey, I just got into a car accident. I was, I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, she was fine and she was great and everything's That's great. great. But, ooh, so stressful. Yeah. I personally wouldn't recommend it. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm drinking jasmine tea. Yes, yeah. you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Iconic. Me too. I'm also drinking jasmine tea. I'm uh, drinking water. I need to hydrate. Yeah. I've not been drinking water recently. <laughs> well, just found out about this water thing. Yeah. You know what? I feel like I've been doing pretty good about water lately um, because when. I play D&D with my friends. I sit there and my friend talks and tells us the story. And I sit there and I sip on my water because what else am I going to (laughs) do? I like take notes and I drink my water. And that's all I do. And I'm drinking my water. Do you have a D&D designated notebook? I do. Oh, shut up. Yeah, I do. God, I love that. I do. I have to have a notebook for everything. Oh, duh. Um, Yeah, it's so funny, guys. Oh, my God. Can I tell you guys about my campaign so far? Okay. It's so much fun. This is the first time I've ever played... Dungeons and Dragons and my friend Eve is our dungeon master and has led multiple campaigns before um and is really good at their job let me just say that <laughs> um and so every week we get together and it's me and our fr- and Eve and our friends Roman and Joey and um it's a perfect little group because none of us have like Roman, Joey, and I have not played before, so it's really fun because um, we don't know anything. <laughs> and so every time we have to like get into a battle or something, we're like, okay, what are my options? Yeah. <laughs> okay, what do I, can I do this? And then, you know, we have to roll and do all the math and everything. And I'm like, okay, it's this. And then it's like, did you add your thing? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have like a cheat sheet with like your information? Your, yeah, like, we have okay. our character sheets. So Good. we have like all our cool, stats cool, cool. and like, That's you know, our inventories and stuff like that. Um, mine is easy when we're in battles because my character is like pretty much just a fighter. Mm. So I don't have any like magic or anything. Every time it's my turn in battle, I just Punch. attack with my, <laughs> my <laughs> weapons. And yeah. That's it. yeah. But like, so true. Yeah. yeah. But both Roman and Joey. That's what I usually do when I'm in battle too. Yeah, yeah exactly. No magic or nothing. No, exactly. I just go with the fist. Just you know what I mean? Attack. Exactly. Rose hitting that card. <laughs> no magic or nothing. Yeah, exactly. Attack. Just yeah. me and my car. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Joey and Roman both have magic. So like every time their turn comes up, it's like, what do I want to do? What are my options? And which is, I think, very fun. Um, so maybe next time if I ever do another one, maybe I'll do a magic character. Um, but basically. So, like, we all created our little characters, and then, um, let's see if I can, let's see if I can do a summary a little bit. Basically, we kind of all ended up in this, like, our characters, like, didn't know each other before the, like, you know, events of the campaign began. So, we basically all end up in sort of, like, this port town, and the way we all meet is that this, like, shadow demon comes out in this park and starts wreaking havoc, and so we all fight it and kill it, and then we all are like, whoa, this is crazy, Let's find out what's going on. Um, And so we, like, 
found out that the shadow demon was like after this one guy in particular and he didn't really know why but he had this weird like box that he was given to by travelers that had like the, it, like you couldn't open it but had these weird like runes on it so we were like okay we got to figure out what's going on with this box and so then we found out about this other character who lives on another continent who like probably knows about this box we're like okay we'll get we'll get over there so then we take like this sky whale which is like you know exactly what it sounds like it's a whale in the sky to like get over to the next continent (laughs) a dragon comes out of nowhere shoots our whale out of the sky we crash land into the ocean we end up on the other side of the continent we're going to Mm. and we like walk through the forest for a few days we go through a couple towns we meet some really cool people we learn about each other we fight things it's so fun um but also something else that's been going on is that we have like dreams every night, which like kind of pertains like our backstories or like, you know, what's going on. And my character is like a character, their race like doesn't dream, like they're severed from dreams. So the first night Eve was like, so you dream. I'm like, huh? What do you mean I dream? What do you mean I dream? So I've been having dreams, which mm. is like, whoa, biggest gag of the century yeah. so far. And we're like an episode in. Okay. Um, And so now we've kind of made it to this like bigger town and we're doing a lot of research on like, okay, what's this thing that we just found? What's, what do these runes mean? How do we open this box? Like we get through a bunch of stuff and the most recent episode was like the biggest episode for my character because she's been having these dreams, right? And there's been this like crazy, like huge figure that's like veiled and has like all these masks on there and he's like rowing in this boat and it's like who is this guy that I keep seeing in my dreams and so I go to this temple in this big town and like I kind of found out because I also have these weapons that I don't really know much about I just had I've just always had them um and it turns out that they're like they can turn into sides they're either sides or scimitars and sides are the symbol of like this god. And so I'm like, okay, I'm trying to find out about, find out about this god, right? Mm. So I go to this temple and I'm there. I'm like, I find the guy. I'm like, okay, here's the god. And he looks like what my dreams look like. So now what? So I sit down and I like kind of try to maybe start praying, even though I don't really do that. <laughs> like, let's see what happens. And then this other character comes up and is like, oh, you're like one of the chosen. I'm like, what? So apparently I'm this God's chosen, which is crazy. And so then I was like, what do I even ask next? Like, what is the, like, now what? Okay, okay <laughs> check. No, great. Chosen, uh, next yeah, chapter, please. Yeah, next chapter. Now what? Now what do I do? Um, and so basically this God that I was chosen by is like the God of passage. And then the person who like told me all this is a chosen of the God of death. So it's like they're kind of had a lot of info for me because they kind of work, you know, in the same sort of realm. Um, and that's all I really know so far. So yeah. now we're going to get to the next And all the characters are happens. connected? Um, not exactly. Like, all of our characters that we play are just, like, our characters. Okay. But we all just... You guys don't have, like, similar goals in any... Um, not necessarily. I think... But we all have, like, cool stories like that. Like, that's everybody cool. has, like, a little something going on. Um, and if I ever get them on the podcast, they'll tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to have one of them on it. I know. Just, just one of them. Yeah, just one. Well, how, we, we wouldn't fit everybody. Many. We yeah. wouldn't fit everybody in here. We have room for one more person. <laughs> um, no, but it's, it out. it's really fun. Um, and I'm loving it so far. And Eve is also just such a good storyteller that every week I'm like, all right, I'm ready. And we play for like hours, you know, and yeah. I always feel like it goes by fast because it's so much fun. Well, I love that. Yeah. And I can't wait to learn more. And I also feel like, I'm somebody that knows absolutely nothing. No, I hadn't. So, no, I didn't know anything until saying all you started this and teaching I still have me. So many questions. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah, girl, I have questions every time we play. I'm like, I'm like, because like the thing is like we're supposed to kind of like act in characters, so like we're doing what our characters would do and like you know asking questions our characters would ask or whatever. So sometimes I have to be like, okay, this is Faith talking now. Um, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what's that thing that we just talked about? What is this guy? How do you spell that? Why That's an important one. That, oh, I was like, ask that in character. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, I have a few things I want to talk about with you guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one being that Faith and I both finished the same book. Mm-hmm. The Ballad of Songbirds and Stakes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Faith did not know what I was saying. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of books we both read. So I was like, what are we talking about? We both finished a book recently. Mm-hmm. I finished it like literally a few days before Faith. And then we got to talk about it together. Yeah. Um. And basically, we kind of just both came to the conclusion that 
It was good. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Um, it was good. It was definitely a YA book, obviously. So it was a throwback reading it. I think just the writing yeah. style and stuff. But it also like made it kind of more fun. Yeah. It um, was very easy. It was a it was, it was an, very it was a easy. long read, but it was an easy read. Exactly. Yeah. It was which kind of felt good. Cause I'm yeah. like, people are gonna be impressed <laughs> knowing that I read this super, super long book, but is a middle school reading level, so, you know, do with that info what you will. Yeah. Um, but there were some parts of the book, you know, if you're familiar with the Hunger Games series, the so much of the book is about death and dying and mm-hmm. battling to the death and blood and, you know, a bunch of gory stuff. Yeah. And in the book, it's honestly kind of comedic to a point because we'll just be reading and then all of a sudden somebody's dead and that's the last you hear of it. Yeah. And she just moves on. I'm like, yep. I had to reread a few sections just to make sure that the character actually died. Yeah. And I understand that it's a YA level, so she can't like go too much into detail. But I was just like, that's crazy. So yeah. fast. No, it is crazy. And I also felt like, yeah, there was just there was not like a lot of reflection on like, you know, the death and gore and all that, which there wasn't. it does make sense because the whole premise of it is death and gore. Yeah. So like that is the whole book but it was interesting how she would describe these insane acts of violence uh and not then in that world and would be, be normal probably and that'd be yeah. is well, that why or to some point but no that's the other thing is that like since so like the book the premise of it is that it's like early in the hunger games it's like the 10th one so they like don't really know what they're doing yet so that part was fascinating because it was kind of like this didn't start out as what it was in the original yeah, it trilogy. It, hearing, it, they had to build up to it because basically, it, yeah. yeah, it started out, if you don't remember or didn't read the books or didn't watch the movies, which, wow, crazy if you got away with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, not being exposed to it. But basically, like in the original trilogy, it's this huge event. Each district, um, you know, capital people come and choose a tribute from each of these districts. They send them to the Capitol and then it's like glitz and glam and interviews and clothes and training and all this stuff for and, a yeah, couple of media weeks. Media production. Media production, stuff. like huge events. for two weeks before the Hunger Yeah, Games. and so it's like a huge event. And they stay in these fancy hotels. They stay in these fancy hotels. They get fed really well. They get, you know, like everything's shined up. Like they get sponsors. They want to like, you know, have yeah, people help them in the, the games. Hype, build up the hype. Exactly. It's really a game show. And so in this, it's not that at all. They get brought in on these dirty like cargo trains. Um, like they get, and they get held in a this zoo. zoo. That's where they're held. They're not yeah. fed. They're not taken care of in any way at all. They're treated like animals basically. And they're only yeah. held for a few days before the game starts. Yeah. And so in this one, basically the drama of it is that they're trying to get more interest in the hunger games because no one in the districts watches yeah. obviously for, you know, very obvious reasons. And no one in the capital really cares about it like at all because also like they're just coming off of the end of this war between like the rebels and the districts and the capital and so the capital was like sieged and like you know kind of went through it which is why they decided they're going to quote-unquote punish all the districts for this yeah but they're not doing so hot themselves either so nobody really cares about this so their job is to like make people care about it and so some of the things that they decide is they're like okay we're gonna pair you up with a mentor they're going to like help you get through the games they're gonna make people care about you living or dying basically yeah because that's what they want you have a relationship formed with this tribute exactly and so blah blah blah. yeah so there's a lot of that and so it was really fascinating but it does make it crazy because like you see how it started and like and all the mentors are like you know classmates and they're all like, you know, 18 or whatever. They're still like kids too. And so it's fascinating because they're like, yeah, maybe this isn't like, I don't know why we do this. Like, I don't know why we do this. Like, haven't they been punished? Like, I don't really get how this works. And then when they keep throwing in new things of like, look how they were treated. Look what's happening in the district. Some of them are like, whoa, that's crazy. Like some of them do kind of have a conscience and some of them are like, really repulsed by the violence and stuff and then other people are like no this is what they get like this is what they want to believe that they're like a a different breed yeah because they're from the districts yeah um i also want to note that one of the main characters in this book um 
who is very um, shocked by the Hunger Games and who has a conscience and has never, mm-hmm. you know, felt like at ease with this whole thing, he ends up like literally getting murdered. Yeah. And Spoilers. dies. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I like thought the it... one guy that has a voice of reason dead. Yeah. Well, I also thought that that was like, you know, exactly like, of course it would yeah. be because like, we know it's a prequel. Like this goes what happens here is why the hunger games ends up being like the trilogy that it is and so it completely makes sense because like the main character it follows snow president snow before he was president and um and it's all like his internal monologue too so it's like oh yeah you're you're a sociopath for sure like you're crazy and so he goes into these things and i feel like it I, it did a good job of making him a very unreliable narrator because it's like every time he's like, yeah, why should I care about this? Or like, wow, that was stupid. Or he's like, yeah, I'm going to help her, but it's because it's going to reflect well on me and I'm going to get a good grade. You know, it's stuff like that. And I feel like they make it very, I think Suzanne, Suzanne Collins did a really good job of making him a really irredeemable character throughout the I events agree. of it too. And I think that's good because he's not supposed to be like, well, he's not supposed to get a redemption. He obviously doesn't, yeah. you know, you still haven't seen the movie though, right? No, I have not. Okay, we have to watch it. Because yeah. for, for me, I saw the movie and then I couldn't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then that made me want to read the book. So Yeah, I'm excited to see. It's really good. I'm excited to see the movie now that I've read it. Really good. Yeah. Um, The last thing I was going to say about that is if you have not read The Hunger Games, you should. Yeah, you should. Because it's really easy. The prequel is definitely the longest book. But if you want to just jump right into the trilogy, they're all so good yeah i would say start with the trilogy for sure if you haven't read them it's just such like a cultural culturally significant oh yeah piece of keystone media. piece of know. literature so no good. absolutely no yeah. yeah yeah and i feel so hashtag blessed to have <laughs> well, like read it in its glory days you know yeah anyways now i'm reading thank you for asking mm-hmm. sharp objects by by Jillian Flynn. Jillian Flynn. Love um, her. I kind of dug myself a hole, and I'm in three book clubs now. <laughs> I've ne- I've never been in a book club before, <laughs> and now I'm I created my own, and mm-hmm. I'm in two other ones. Um, so I have three books to read in the next like two to three weeks, which will be fine, maybe. Um, Thomas is sighing over. <laughs> no, that was a laugh. Okay, for sure. We'll see what happens. But my, my Kindle really does make me read faster. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, me too. Me next. Me next. Um, so right <laughs> now I'm reading um, Tender's the Flesh, which I think I, I talked about briefly on the last episode because mm-hmm. that's the book my dad read you and just, now I'm reading it. Actually, I literally wa- listened to the last episode so I would mm-hmm. remember what I said. Um, you just mentioned that it's a book about cannibalism and your dad read it and you we're trying to decide if you were going to read The Hunger Games next or that book. Oh, yeah. So I and read The Hunger Games. And here we are. And you literally read that book so fast. Here we are. And you're already on your second Yeah. One. I remember, at like, by the time I got to, like, the last quarter of that book, I was like, I just, I got to finish. <laughs> like, there was a point, not that it was ever, like, boring or slow, but it was just like, man, this book is long. Like, it was just long. Every time I turned long. a page, there was another page. There was another page. I was like, you're lying. I know. <laughs> it was crazy. And also, like, the chapters were long, too. So I felt like there I couldn't even get. that many chapters. I couldn't get to, like, a good breaking point. I feel like chapter 10 was like the second half of the book. Like I was like, hello, yeah. why are we going so fast? Yeah. Um, or so slow, I guess. Anyway. So I read the hunger games and now I'm reading tenders, the flesh. Um, and how far are you through that book? Um, I'm still in the beginning of it. I don't think I'm halfway yet, but it's a lot That's shorter. It's good, like a though. couple hundred pages. Yeah. If that, um, it's really good so far. It's so freaky, so disturbing. Like my but, book is also freaky and yeah, disturbing. And I, I read part, it before going to sleep the other day, and I was so like, Austin, I'm scared. <laughs> Austin, help! No, because me and Thomas were talking about. Did we talk about this a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, and I was just as I'm reading it, I'm like, this is so exactly what would happen. Like the way that it's not a dystopian fiction. It's like this is exactly how we how we would react to. An event like this because the premise of it is that this virus um like swept through all the animals like cattle um like you know everything that you're raising for food livestock thank you that's the word um (laughs) but also through like pets and stuff too so like all these animals were ravaged by this virus which made meat uh like lethal to humans basically and so they couldn't eat livestock anymore so they killed off all the livestock and all the dogs, all the cats, like everything, birds, like every but we animal. But if we, 
you can't even like keep your cat as a pet. no girl because it scratches you you get the virus you die okay i'd die for my cats yeah no period no you would <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about you um for anyway sure. so yeah there's a virus like sweeps through all these animals the whole world over so they start turning to humans as meat because they just don't have any protein um and so that's all i'll say because i don't want to like give the whole plot away um but i was just fascinated by it because it, it talked a lot about how um like it went into details about like the what it called the transition which was like the period of time between that virus and like cannibalism um and i thought it was fascinating because i was like this just sounds exactly like what we would do mm-hmm. at oh this point and this is so real and that's mention- why it was horrifying and there was mention of cannibalism in the Ballad of Hunger of Songbirds and Snakes. Yes, hey, yes, it was. What if there's yes, a mention of cannibalism in the book that we're reading for book club about love? There better not be. No, <laughs> I don't think there is. No, I don't think so either. <laughs> but that would be crazy. That would be crazy. Three in a row would be crazy. Um, yeah. So I just thought that it's like it's really interesting and it's really good. But yeah, it is like part of the reason it's so horrifying is because it's not that insane of a thing to assume would happen one day because yeah if there was a virus that swept through all the animals of course we would kill them all mm-hmm. that would just be how humanity reacted and like you know not to, for me to cast judgment i guess because like no nope, nope, i don't know but no, it's also cast like the judgment i think it's messed up judgment yeah. i'm judging it. i'm yeah. ju- judgment cast because <laughs> i think that like what celebrity would you cut cast as judgment <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, my rule. Uh, Mindy Kaling. Ooh, okay. Oh my god, you guys are so fast. <laughs> Mostly, I picked her because I watched The Good Place, and she was a judge in that, and she was perfect. Very and funny in that, yeah. Um, and that's what I think. But anyway, what would you do, Rose? Mm. I can't think you of a single celebrity. <laughs> I can't think of a single think of a ju- actor. Oh think god. of like what celebrity do you think is judgy? Mm-hmm. Who? Joan Rivers. <laughs> May she rest in peace. Yeah, I would cast her as judgment. Jennifer Lawrence. No, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because I'm thinking about The Hunger Games. Games. Oh, she's, yeah. the, she's the only actress I can think of. Yeah, right no, now. no, no, no. Anyways, for sure. um, I also want to talk about the other books that I'm going to read. Yeah, okay. I'll just, I'll just give the title and then we can move on. Okay. So, for obviously the first book club, I'm reading Sharp Objects by Gillian Flynn. Yes. Next, Love her so much. I'm reading, actually, after this, I'm probably going to read the book from my book club which mm-hmm. is love and other words by christina lauren mm-hmm. just fun because i wanted to choose a romance book for our book club meeting that is going to be close to valentine's day so i'm gonna see if i can fun. check it out from the library do you think it'll be like on hold do you think it'll be really popular Ooh, i bet you can find it because okay. it is a few years older okay it's then. not like it's a not new, new release okay. yeah cool, cool, cool. and if not I, i'll probably finish it and you could read it i'm sure I'm okay, sure perfect. you could figure out how to read it. Okay, yeah. I could learn between now and Valentine's <laughs> I Day. I think so, yeah. yeah. And the next book we're reading from my third book club <laughs> is My Year of Rest and Relaxation by oh. Otessa. No, no. I'm not going to try to say her last You're name. You're going to have to tell me how it is because I feel like I, I see it all over TikTok. I've been seeing it for years. I have seen it too, and maybe we're going to have to cut this out. I don't know how the law works, but uh, oh. my, my coworker gave me a free PDF of it oh, that nice. I sent to my Kindle app and then I sent to my Kindle mm. and it works perfectly. So nice. I could also just send that. Yeah. To send you. it to me. Yeah. Perfect. I can also, so I can also do, I can send it. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Can I see you over here? <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can send it to me. I'll send it to you. Okay. And you can put on the Kindle yes, app. Perfect. Oh, okay, perfect. Great. Perfect. Anyways, um, <laughs> welcome back. I also <laughs> want to talk about now that I got through 60 minutes of us talking about books, <laughs> I want to talk about what we did this weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we went out two nights in a row. We did. I went out three nights in a row. Okay. <laughs> Not to brag did about we it. Hang out? Can I see you over here? Yeah. Yeah. Why stop his private? You want to go like that? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be like, should we go out one more time? <laughs> She's the one who Do never wants to spend any money. Go. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Okay, Thomas, you anyway. go first then, since you want to steal the show. Um, so the first time was Friday night? Yeah, Drag Race. Oh, uh, okay, yes, 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 I went to a bar. You went That's to right. D&D. I did go What'd to D&D. Awesome. I, I went to the street fair with nice. my family. The other fun thing about D&D is that afterwards we all watch Drag Race mm-hmm. because we do D&D on Fridays. And then D&D and Drag Race and Dragons D&D and on and Drag Race, yes. Dungeons and Drag Race is what D&D, D&D, D&D and DR. stands for. D- Dungeons and Drag D&D Race? Is that what you said? RPDR. <laughs> D and D R P D R Fridays. RuPaul's Dungeons and Drag Queens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
RuPaul's Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> queens. Dragon and Queens. Grace. Yeah. And Dra- Dungeons Trace, and Dragons Race. Queens Race by RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul's Dungeons and Drag Race. <laughs> okay, so that was Friday. Yeah. Okay, I guess technically I went out on Friday too. I just went out with my parents. But it was nice. still fun and I love them. And they buy me dinner. Slay. Um, anyways. And then on Saturday, we... So Faith and Thomas came and picked me up. They're so nice. And then we were going to come hang out at Faith's house. Mm-hmm. But we were like, no, like, let's just go to Thomas's house. So we went to Thomas's house and we played Catan. Mm-hmm. And then we went to the same bar Thomas went to the night before. Because they had yeah. karaoke. Because they had karaoke. And we all did ca- Well, not all of us. Well. <laughs> no, actually, now that I say that, I did karaoke. And Faith did karaoke twice. And I'll just give you guys a little preview. And I dug my feet <laughs> the side of Which, pretty little souped up four-wheel drive. A crowd favorite. Yeah. A crowd no, she was pleaser. a hit. You were a hit yeah. for sure. I was sure. a hit, and you then were. I was confused as to why nobody bought me drinks. <laughs> I know. That's so real. He goes to a gay bar <laughs> with my wedding band. <laughs> wonders why nobody buys me drinks after Literally. I kill it. Um, <laughs> after I murdered the song. After I murdered the um, dance floor. I thought I did good. I don't... You did. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> it was really fun. I feel like that's the only song I'm ever going to sing now for the rest of my life. No, it was such a good karaoke <laughs> choice. <laughs> Thank you. I did Fallen by Alicia Keys. Which and then... Awesome. Like, give us a preview. Fallen for you. Fallen for you. I don't know the song. You know. <laughs> that's so funny because you were killing it when we listened to the car first. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that was if I ain't got you. Different Alicia yeah, Keys. My bad, my so bad. Um, and then the other song that I did was Rhiannon by you Fleetwood Mac. Also a very good. Which was a crowd favorite. Very, as soon as people oh, heard those first few notes. Um, the funny part about that is because I started singing it and I love Fleetwood Mac. The album that I listen to the most is The Dance, which is their live album from like 1997. Love, love it so much. Um, but I listened to that more than I listened to the original songs on that album. So did you get a little flustered? No, but I started singing it the way that she sings it mm-hmm. in the live album, which sounds beautiful. And I didn't miss a beat. Yeah. But I did hear people singing along mm-hmm. and doing it in the studio album way, which is also fine. But I was like, oh, shit, I forgot <laughs> about that. I forgot that this isn't the way that yeah. this isn't the way it's always been. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how I felt. That's how I felt about. Um, have you guys ever watched Practical Magic? Mm-hmm. Nor. Oh, we're gonna have to change that for you. Mm-hmm. It's so good. But they do. They have a song called Crystal that Stevie Nicks sings on it, and that was the only version I ever listened to for years. And then I was listening to a Fleetwood Mac playlist on Spotify, and the original song is sung by Lindsey Buckingham, and Damn. that was a jump scare because why was a why would a man sing that song? <laughs> That is for the girls. You know, and that's how I felt about the song Tim McGraw by Taylor Swift. Yeah. I knew it was by Taylor Swift. I'm a Swifty. Yeah. But the Maggie Rogers version. Oh. oh she sings it for a Spotify session. Oh. oh. I love it's Spotify so sessions. so good. I love Spotify I sessions, I love Spotify sessions. Every time it comes up, I tell Rose, like, songs that I would sing if I w- did a Spotify session. And she's like, you get to choose them? I'm like, yeah. We, and by every time, oh. I mean, we've talked about this twice. So. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wouldn't sing that song. I'd probably sing, if I, oh my God, if I got to choose which song for Spotify sessions. Yeah. Oh my God. I would sing, oh my God. You know, actually, can I get back to you? Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. I literally, I have a notes app full of. Okay. songs that i would and do. also we didn't even finish <laughs> our so weekend okay so that I'm was so sorry. saturday night That's we my went fault. and did karaoke at the bar absolutely crushed it thomas was the one who well i guess he wasn't the one but he said if we did karaoke that he would do karaoke and then proceeded to not do karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> any comments thomas i have nothing to say about that actually <laughs> interesting okay mm-hmm. well by the time that like not even by the time i just think that like because we were in the bar it was like screaming and your voice runs out and i'm like at this point i have no business doing karaoke <laughs> and you know what <laughs> i i i sounded raspy up there for sure oh 100 but i still did it you sounded fine and also, also I yeah put i feel a like a little the... bit of a country flair on it you did you know he it no yeah you out. gave carrie underwater yeah. country no, you flair <laughs> also i feel like it's important to note that in karaoke it's about having fun not necessarily about sounding amazing um i beg to differ oh <laughs> you do you do, no, do you? Well, 
I don't know. I guess. Anyways. Now I want to talk about what we did yesterday on mm-hmm. Sunday because this is the finale of our going out weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, and also we are hanging out today and we also are hanging out tomorrow. So I wonder how many days in a row we're going to see each other. Oh my gosh, yeah. Anyways, yesterday we all kind of did our own thing in during the day. Thomas worked, Faith and I hung out with our families. And then we got invited to go to our friend's drag race performance. Hamburger Mary's performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so my friend Moses, our friend Moses did um, a Wait. performance at Hamburger Mary's. They had a Disney Channel night. What? I no, introduced you to Moses. True. Oh, okay. You did. He's my friend Moses. Okay, well, when was the last time you talked to Moses? Yes, <laughs> 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 um, Audrey Portvida did a performance at Hamburger Mary's Disney Channel night, and it was amazing. It was Everyone did so, so well that good. night. It was. Really I was good. asking Faith who her favorite queen was of the night, and I want to know who yours was. Mine was probably Audrey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I really liked, I think, Avara, which was the girl that did That's a Raven. Oh, she was so she good. She killed it for me. Absolutely. I loved so her. I, I really liked um, Francesca. No, Fernanda. Francesca. Francesca. Yeah. And Impossible? She, no, 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 no. No, she did the Demi Lovato. That's not Francesca. Is it? I don't remember. I followed some of them on Instagram because I, I was know like, you I thought did. it was Fernanda. And I know you did, and I looked, and I saw you follow them. Um, And I believe the person, because the person who did Demi Lovato, I was looking at their page, too. And yeah. that wig they used for Demi, they've also used for Selena, and oh, they look just like Selena. I bet. So it's good for them. Um. But it looks like her name is, it just says Marlo the Fish. Oh, I did hear them saying, using that. Okay, then maybe that's their name. Because I didn't hear that, but I saw that on Instagram. Because when they were getting introduced, it was, maybe Francesca or or Francesca is. This is who Francesca is. Okay, Francesca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Francesca Doll. That was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the House of Dolls. Yes. Oh, I loved her too. Okay, then not her. Who's the one who did Demi? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait. Marvel I loved her, but who's the Demi. one? That's Demi. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Demi, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, loved both of them actually. Yeah. And I really, obviously, loved Audrey. And also, Audrey, yeah. this is her second, or maybe third. Second. Yeah, but I think it was the third. What? Of what? I think it was their third time performing. They announced that it was the second. I think that was wrong. This no, is, that was, that was a their second queen. time performing at Hamburger Mary's. Okay, at Hamburger Mary's. Oh. I don't know where else you think they've performed, but I think that's is the this is still their only second time. I disagree. Okay. Oh. <laughs> where else did they perform? Where'd you see them? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. That was the private. Show. <laughs> yeah, that was the private showing <laughs> that oh, you got. Oh, well, yeah. well, that's a different show. Yeah, no, that, that don't sorry. count. That doesn't no, count no, as that a. That was the house call. I was thinking. <laughs> of. Sorry. Um, Audrey did so well, especially considering, yeah, how little experience they have. I feel like she absolutely killed it. I also really loved the host. Kelly. Yeah, she did Sharpay Evans. Oh, she was so good. What a way to open the show. So good. And then did the Cheetah Girls with her little trio at the end. That was thought she was so talented and so outgoing. Um, And also Mrs. Olivia Rodrigo, girly pop. Yeah. Her name? Face card. Uh, her, yeah. her name is face card I've actually literally never seen that. a face card before last night <laughs> that was the first face card I've ever seen let's see her name is Amanda Love that's Amanda it Love. Nope. no no that's no, not her not. that was her twin because it was Ashlyn Rocks and yes. Amanda Love and they were like yeah. a little duo Ashlyn Rocks good job Ashlyn Rocks yeah. Ashlyn you rocks mm-hmm. and Amanda Love Love Love, <laughs> love. love. oh <laughs> when Amanda came out actually in that pink cat suit yeah. with the red, red contact it did get me yeah <laughs> Scared. Rose was gagged. Rose, Rose was gagged. Rose was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's a monster. Oh, there's a monster. Yeah. Oh, she's supposed to be a monster. Oh, 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 oh we're oh, calling oh. all the monsters. Oh, yeah. calling all You've the got- pretty oh. beautiful monsters. So cute. I also love that little duo. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. that was really fun. Them, yeah. Absolutely. And then today I worked and now we're recording. And then tomorrow we're doing a PowerPoint night. Oh my gosh, you guys. I'm so excited. With I have actually been working on it most of today nice i'm like maybe halfway done with mine and i'm probably i would say same for me 
two percent of the way done with mine okay nice um i don't work tomorrow so hopefully i can just you know read and rot in bed and work on that all day tomorrow Mm -hmm. but also i might change my my powerpoint and we don't have a time set for tomorrow do we no no we We just i think in my head i was thinking evening but it doesn't have to be yeah it gave me 6 p.m vibes right Uh, it gave me an evening uh an evening engagement Mm -hmm. you know evening engagement potluck Mm -hmm. dinner powerpoint Mm -hmm. fun times yes yeah, 6 p.m., 5.30. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways, um, we're doing a funny, silly PowerPoint night. I feel like it was really popular. Like, I think it started happening, like, during COVID. People yeah. People doing PowerPoints. But they're so funny. So I've been goofy. seeing it for a while, but yeah, um, there's The PowerPoints that we're doing is basically, like, here are you guys as chip brands. <laughs> you know, like, and here is what I think all of, like, what characters I think you guys would play in High School Musical. You know, like... Just something funny, stupid Cutie, to things. present to your friends and have a good laugh. Mm-hmm. And you know us, we're all about good laughs. Yeah. I saw one because I was looking at videos for like inspiration and I saw one that was like, it was like, okay, we went six months without updating each other and now we're doing a PowerPoint night to like catch up. Yes. And I was like, first of all, that was crazy. Second of all, I don't think I can go a day without telling you guys <laughs> what's going on yeah. in my life. So I don't think we could ever do that. That's so true. But now as I could, you- I actually couldn't even finish my PowerPoint without telling you guys what my PowerPoint topic That's was. You true. couldn't even finish that sentence without. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, as soon as you said that, I realized that I actually had a friend who went and did seasonal work for like six months. And when she came back, mm. she had a PowerPoint to show me. Oh, that's good. Now that good. you said that, I remember that. Yeah. And it was really funny. Well, that's good because it's like, oh, she like went away. and like Yeah, yeah. but like But you... like this was like, oh, you and your friends like don't tell each other anything until six months go by and mm. you have a PowerPoint to present on. I could never. I? I'd probably forget. And then you guys would be like, why didn't you tell me that? And be like, I don't know. Yeah. Because I wasn't supposed to take you for six months. Yeah. Well, that, but also I just feel like, I like what would we do? Would we not hang out for six months, or would we just no, hang we out and not talk to. about our life? Would have no fun, just be in the yeah. same room. <laughs> I think that a lot of people, because I hear this talked about with podcasts, where it's like, oh yeah, I don't tell people what I'm doing because I wait until the podcast so I can share it with my friends. But like we talk on the podcast, like I hear everything you guys say, if not twice, three, four times. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> yeah. Everything we've talked about, none of this is news to any of right, us. Exactly. Yeah, and why is that such a problem? Well, if there's one thing I'm going to do, it's repeat myself. So <laughs> I saw this girl. Actually, this is so funny because she's an influencer, but like I, I'm like friends with her now. <laughs> friends with her now. Anyways, she posted and she said, you know, my New Year's resolution is to be quiet because uh, I just can't shut up. <laughs> I talk all day, every day, and all I do is yab, yab, yab. And I here I am in the room. No one is around me and I'm talking and nobody's here and I just need to learn how to be quiet. That's so funny. <laughs> It's so true. Couldn't be me. I love to yap. But and you don't want to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like, have a podcast. It's my job I to not a, be quiet. I my job is to talk. My job is to talk. I do I get paid for it? No. That's is it true. our job? Sure. I talk at my job. Oh. Oh, oh I hell yeah. Oh boy, I do I get paid job. to talk at my job. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. I talk I'd be talking up those customers. I get paid to talk <laughs> at one job, I get paid to sing at another job. So <laughs> you will not catch me shutting up. Uh, they <laughs> asked me for a coffee recommendation. I said, Oh thank God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for you to ask for your, yeah. for my personal espresso recommendation. And you oh, know what yes. they do? They don't do it. it. Oh, they do. Because oh. okay. <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm supposed to say, well, they what do you me. like? And yeah. then you tell them and then they're like, mm, you know what? Okay, I'll get this other thing that's not you, even close. When people are asking for coffee drink recommendations, nine out of ten times, they're not going to take my oh. suggestion. With coffee beans, something that I think most people have less info about. Okay. They're going to take my that makes That makes sense. Because I'm always like, yeah. you know, all of our prices range. We do full pounds and half pounds. What kind of tasting notes are you looking for? What type of roast? And some people will have absolutely no clue. Yeah. So I go, okay, like I personally really like this one. It's going to be on the cheaper side. It is very like rich and chocolatey with tasting notes of like granola and no acidity. And then they're like, perfect. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense yeah. for sure. Yeah. So that's what I think it is. It's just about being ignorant <laughs> no fair yeah those are all of the things in my head that i think that i was ready to share also stanley's have lead in them yeah so you know be aware yeah it is, and, it is. and if you're rose and you have like 14 stanley's yeah. um okay, that's gonna be something you that you want to <laughs> think about for you know i don't i'm telling other people to think about it so i don't have to think about oh them. got it you don't have any no nice 
I have my one hydro flask, and I'm loyal. Period. <laughs> I have something I want to say. Well, um, recently I saw a video of this girl doing. I also recently saw a video. Uh huh. <laughs> and in this one specifically, of girls. <laughs> well, have you seen this one? <laughs> um, and she decided that she was doing. She was going to challenge herself to write with and draw with her left hand, um, and like practice getting good at it. So I decided I wanted to do that too. So I got a little notebook. And I started practicing and then Rose came over and we were doing crafts and I said, look what I'm doing. And she said, I want to do that too. And so now we both have been practicing writing with our left hands. I haven't done it in like two days. And but I haven't done it since that first time that I did it. Nice. <laughs> um, but I'm still committed. And it's actually really fun. And I feel like I started off with better handwriting than I thought I would. I do have to go really slow. Um, but I think it's pretty good. I think so too. Yeah. I felt like fun. my handwriting was better than I thought that it was going to be. Yeah. I feel like as long as you can read it, your handwriting's fine. Yeah. You know? And I could read it. Well, perfect. That's so fun. And I'm excited to see what happens with that. Yeah. Thomas, I feel like you... Do you have anything? Yeah. Ooh, Let's um, hear it. Okay, my turn? Yeah, your turn. Um, I've also been like reading a little bit, I guess, but <gasps> I'm a couple pages into stuff, so <laughs> I've been busy with other things. Mostly, we haven't talked about Yes And, Ariana's new single. Oh. Yeah, and on the last podcast, we were trying to predict... Like what the timeline would be, and now oh, yeah. we have a and we have a date, so we can update it. March, yeah, which getting wrong. a March album is exciting, mm-hmm. because it's giving the vibe that it's going to be a summer album. Okay, it's called Eternal Sunshine, which I've never seen the movie mm-hmm. Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind, mm-hmm. but that's what it's a reference to. Okay, we have two track titles, two more now that we know one of them is is yes and um. No. Eternal Sunshine. Oh, okay. And the is Yes is... And just its own single or is yeah. it's off the album? It's off. Oh, no, it's off the it's album. Off okay, the album. that's okay. I, did I say, what did I, I don't know what I said, but what I meant to say was we got, two, we learned two other there tracks. Are two, there will be two more. Okay. Yeah, we learned the names of two other tracks. Got it. And what are they called? Eternal Sunshine. Oh, <laughs> and the other one? And the other one is, I believe, intro. So not oh, exciting, okay. but. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we're getting an intro and we're getting. Um, a self-titled track so that's all we know but okay. the conversation here is that ariana is doing house music which came from sort of i want to say it was probably started recently by lady gaga after she did chromatica i feel like that's when we Re- mm. uh, renaissance started to be born from that okay. and then now we got yes and which is another house song yeah um and that means we're probably gonna get a lot of house music this summer yeah, I'm not surprised. I feel like there has been already a lot since Renaissance. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. What are your thoughts? On what specifically? Do you think house you're going to listen? Music? Oh, I love house music. Define house music. You know what? Let me pull up the dictionary definition for you. Because I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, I know when I see it, but I don't know how to tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you think of house music, think of Party Rock In. <laughs> and that's um, what I think of. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, let's see. House is a genre of electronic dance music characterized by a repetitive four-on-the-floor beat and a typical tempo of 120 to 130 beats per minute. As a reemergence of 1970s disco. That's fun. Quick dance song. Yeah, so dance, literally dance. Quick <laughs> dance music. That's good. Dance I feel music. like a lot of her music is that. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the T because the first couple albums were and then the last couple albums were not. Yeah. So now and we're she also has done a lot around. of R&B like yeah. ballads too yeah, yeah. Her, she's a very ballad so girl not like house music pop she's definitely <laughs> she's just been doing pop she's very pop <laughs> um it's oh shit what was i gonna say about house music you said oh wait with the last album it was um oh this is what i was gonna say mm. with her beginning i think it was a lot of she was obviously showing off her high range mm-hmm positions i think she was showing off a lot of her lower range mm-hmm. with yes and we're finding somewhere in the middle which i think a lot of artists are doing i think billy eilish kind of started that because i think she can find her like head voice and chest voice and mix it in a way that's almost indistinguishable mm. which is what we learned from when she did what was i made for for the barbie movie oh yeah when you listen to that song i can't tell sometimes if she's doing head voice or chest voice because she's so like well, she, i remember watching her do it. a video of like how long it took her to develop that kind of vocal technique for it because she really wanted it to be like breathy and dreamy and like very specific to the emotions of the song which i thought was really cool like yeah like not mm, like monotone dynamic 
You wait, not monotone or yes monotone? Yes monotone. Got it. Oh. That's like she like because she talked about how she could have put so much more into her piece, but the emotion was so much in like the lyric and stuff. Yeah, like, I wouldn't call that monotone. I would. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do think that that is exciting though because I feel like we are getting a renaissance, if you will, mm-hmm. of music. Good. Yeah. With a lot of people trying and experimenting new things, mm-hmm. which we always thank Lady Gaga for experimenting because Ugh. this is the reason. She's such a pioneer. We get it. To be honest. That makes you think, lately I've been listening to a lot of, obviously, Pink Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my queen right there. Pink Panthers, full house party girl. Yeah, she has some crazy beats and I love her so much. And so I feel like I've been getting into that genre a little bit more lately too. And mm-hmm. I just like discovered new to me this artist called Barry Blue and I'm gonna plug her because she is like not that big I don't think um but I just love her vibe and if you like Pink Panthers you will definitely like her I really like her music and I admire her because she also like self-produces um which I really love and she has like two different um like musical like personas that she's sort of uses like she has Barry blue which does a lot of like house and like pop and upbeat like you know beat tracks and stuff like that and then she also has one that's like a lot it's sort of like piano ballady which is mm, kind of fun and that one okay. i think is called poor blue um but anyway i just think that's so fun yeah and then with like troy too i feel like he was doing house vibes mm, yeah i would say so um do we have a release date for the next single with the single no <sighs> can't wait though <laughs> um Along with music, new music, that was the music portion of the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah literature, we got music, we yeah. got personal stories. Yeah. Um, Let's move into anecdotes. Yeah. <laughs> you you got one? No. Okay. <laughs> I saw um, Mean Girls the Musical, though, recently, which you guys didn't yes. see, right? No, I have seen it. The movie? Oh, you saw yeah, it with... Yeah, so I saw it um, a couple weeks ago. I saw it for Eve's birthday. We all Eve, went out. Yeah. We all dressed up. We went to Dinh Fung, and then we went to Mean Girls. Well, and it we was didn't awesome. talk about this, so maybe we are going to go fresh new conversation on <gasps> we the podcast. Are. Oh, that's so fun. I didn't like it. You know what? I'm not surprised. My thing... I love Mean Girls the movie. I watched Mean Girls the musical and listened to the soundtrack, and the movie completely missed the mark for me. I think wow. that it was fun. Um... And I had a good time, but there were things that I didn't enjoy about it, and I don't know if I'd watch it again. Renee Rapp was the only thing I think I liked from the movie. I loved her. I loved her. her okay, in the Halloween scene, yeah. her angel outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. She looked so good. She looks yeah. better on stage in a red angel like outfit for that scene on Broadway. Anyway, oh. um, she has a lot of good moments in her character arc, I think, in the okay. musical. Oh, and it's this beautiful like when she comes out for Meet the Plastics, she's center stage, spotlight, mm-hmm. white, fully white, pure angel. No one can beat her. She's mm-hmm. the top of the game. She's introduced as this like okay bigger than you so know. There's a lot of production that you liked about the musical that you didn't feel like the movie. Not even production. It was the like symbolism of like she's spotlight wearing white. Like this is this mm-hmm. creation, right? Yeah. And then we go to World Burn, where it's near the end, where she's like at her like wits end mm-hmm. and it's her all black in the dark being underlit mm. and there's so many of those like little like oh you should have done it in a way that was mm, i don't even want to say that because that's like personal <laughs> well, let's preference hear i can cut it out no i'll skip to this my issue with it was that i think tina fey couldn't decide on whether or not she wanted to commit to recreating the movie or oh, recreating the musical and in a way to try to blend them she took out the charm of the movie because mm. it felt like a lot of like we're trying to do frame by frame, like make it look there the was, same. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's also a lot of like. There were moments like that. I noticed. Product placements, which ah. I heard a lot of people complaining about. And it maybe if I didn't hear it beforehand, I wouldn't have noticed it too much. But there was a lot of moments where just like all of those items have the brands facing the camera. I and it's off-putting a I little bit. I did notice that because when I went to go see it in the theaters, because they had a lot of elf like cosmetics, yeah. right? There was this insane trailer, like infomercial for elf. And it was about. What was it? It was like a uh, grand larceny of cosmetic products or something I like don't that. Remember it that. was it was crazy and it was this really long commercial. It was like funny, it was entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made it very clear, oh, elf is like the money bags behind this. And mm. then to have the product placement also was kinda like, Oh, hmm, well, this I is also, a commercial. Like, like okay. I haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. but I also heard somebody say like Regina George's whole thing is like 
glam and fashion and being superior than other girls so why is she using the six dollar lip balm yeah. like let's talk about continuity tea. errors for a second that's tea. Regina she's George rich would she's, never yeah. ever be caught she's rich using and exclusive elf. yeah that's interesting because yeah. i'm an elf girl and like, takes, i want I that six dollar lip balm yeah. Regina george doesn't and Her, renee rap Roman in the movie that. is just mean and i feel like yeah. in the original movie like of course rachel mcadams is also like plays it mean but mm-hmm. she has that charm of like the whole oh I love your bracelet where'd you get yeah. it and then afterwards she's like that bracelet was fucking I think disgusting, my opinion but- <laughs> on it, yeah, yeah yeah I think my opinion on it was that there was a lot it was like I think you're right I think they tried to cram so much into it that there wasn't any like all the charm of like the characters was gone mm-hmm. I felt like mm-hmm. I felt like you weren't actually you know drawn in by any of the characters on like a personal sort of level like you didn't yeah. really feel motivated or like you weren't I didn't feel like I was rooting for any of them absolutely really yeah. um just because I think a lot of like the characterization like was gotten rid of in favor of moving the plot and getting the music going. <laughs> it was almost going. like parodying it because it was like yeah. Karen was so stupid that oh she God. played it the way that it was like her, I loved her she so looked much, dead though. behind the eyes. She did and I love that. Her <laughs> doll eyes it was so good. Amanda Seyfried though like she has a scene in her movie where it's like mm-hmm. where she's like I know everyone thinks I'm dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I don't. But like, what people don't see is that I understand that there's two sides of everything. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing. That's she why she didn't I, have that redeeming quality in the movie. Well, that's why I'm thinking it's it's very much the musical movie. Like, well, this the is musical not about- also has that scene. Okay. Well, that's why I think that's why I'm agreeing with you that I didn't love this movie and because I think that they got rid of a lot of moments with the characters that right. I didn't that a I thought of, would have been important yeah, and would have connected moments, more. And also, they cut a lot of songs that I think. They cut some that maybe they shouldn't have and kept some that maybe mm. they shouldn't have, but um, I, I think, think they chose the most popular things out of everything and uh, just try to... Mash it all together. Yeah. I think my two least... Here's my two least favorite things. First was that um, Angory Rice, who played Ka- Katie. I almost said Caddy. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, <laughs> I'm going to call you Caddy. <laughs> I'm going to call you Caddy. Uh, I didn't think she was a good singer. No. And I have didn't... you seen TikToks of her? <laughs> Like the, yeah, the, I don't the think so. but I saw the side by side. Yes. Side by side. That's what where I meant. Where was yeah. the emotion? Yeah. Where was Erica any... Henningsen did where... such a great job on Broadway that yeah, it was very disappointing because if this is going to be a musical movie, find a singer. Which let's talk about that because now we're getting musical movies that aren't getting brought brought nope not broadcasted um promoted as musicals. Yeah, Mean Girls wasn't promoted as a musical. I remember who the color we, purple wasn't promoted as a musical. That was like. I didn't know it was a musical. Was that you? No, no somebody else I was talking. <laughs> I know. Why would it be you? Well, I remember I was talking to somebody about the Mean Girls movie and they were like, wait, it's a musical? And I'm like, yeah, it's, yep. it's yes. <laughs> That's the whole point of it is that it's the musical. Um, but also something that I was disappointed in that I didn't realize until I saw somebody spell it out for me and then I was like, That's why I didn't like mm. that is because they had a shot of like from High School Musical 3, like one of the dance numbers. And of course, it's like those dancers are on point they are mm, sharp mm-hmm. you can tell that they trained it was a good like amount of dancers it was a good set like everything you can tell like a lot went into that right there was none of that in the movie it was mm. like a couple people would do a little pirouette as yes. we walked by yes 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 i yes, felt yes, like yes. it wasn't it like <sighs> ah i don't know how to explain that it's, let me further. tell you what it is you tell me the idea is that musicals movie musicals haven't been popular because some people think they're corny and cringy, mm. and so they're trying to trick people into going into it. So mm. the way to do that is they're making it... They're not singing spontaneously. They're mm-hmm. singing because they're, like, all together, and it's not like, oh, these are trained dancers that, like... Which I didn't like that whenever they did sing in the movie, it looked like a dream sequence. It should have been more Ooh. genuine and natural. I think I... You know what? The one exception to that is... Regina George's at the Halloween party. I think yes. I love yes. that that was Which, a dream sequence. In the on, in because the on that stage, was, yeah. that one plays as like more of a dream because sequence. that one was insane. But I do okay. think, I, I think you're right. This, so I'm going to try to keep my composure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is, it was, they're trying to make it, they're trying to trick people into seeing it as a movie mm-hmm. and like almost let go of the fact that it's a musical instead of actually playing into the musical and like giving yeah. that to the musical fans because you have to lean into that if you're yeah. going to make a musical movie make a musical yeah. movie yeah, don't be ashamed of it exactly. you're upsetting both sides it, exactly absolutely. it's like you're not doing either one well so because no you're vocals, trying to split the difference now there's no choreography and yeah. now there's it's just random singing yeah. yeah i think you're right i think that's something that i was the most disappointed by is that it really didn't feel like a musical it felt like it felt like they hired people to make a movie and then at the last minute they were like no you know what 
we're gonna do musical numbers. Actually, yeah. sing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, wait. Say that on again, but like sing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the one exception though is um Janice Ali. Uh, Ali Icarolo. That's it. She Thank you. Is very she talented. absolutely delivered on that. I was impressed. I got chills when she did the one outside of the house party. Mm. Oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. That one was good. Um, yeah, I could have rewatched that movie with a different cast, except I'd keep those two: Renee Rapp and Ali. Absolutely, absolutely. I love Renee oh, Rapp. Damien though. He, absolutely, absolutely good. Loved I think him. he was amazing. They probably just didn't set him up as well as I would. I think they him. could have used used him more. Yeah, I'll, his I'll voice. Say like that. He was actually a singer and like, incredibly funny. Yeah, so funny. Oh my god, his timing. Yeah, yeah. Which I, actually, I think that about all the cast. I feel like a lot of them were funny and had yeah. great moments. They just weren't set up that well. Yeah, I think you're right. I think just I think we said it in the beginning here where they tried to do a movie and a musical and didn't really do either. Couldn't commit to well. One. Yeah. All right, so glad we got that off our chest, to be honest. I've, I've been still angry had fun, about though. Yeah. <laughs> I still had fun, but I do feel like I was let down. I feel yeah. like we That's talked all. about every single thing in pop culture. I know. I think we touched on so all far. the important things. Absolutely. Can I say maybe one last thing? Absolutely. No. Do you guys know about Kanye's new wife? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Her name is Bianca, right? Yeah. Beyonce? New, new <laughs> as in not Kim anymore, but they've yeah. been married for like a few years, haven't they? Yes, because he, I think, got with her right after the divorce. Yeah, it was. Um. So we know Kanye likes to dress up his wife. <laughs> yeah. We know that he's a freak. Yes. Yeah. Continue. He, so I guess she's like cutting off all of her friends and all of her friends are like, what are you doing? Like, yeah. You're crazy. And she's like, you guys don't get me and him. Mm-hmm. But he's been like, <laughs> he's been like, doesn't let her talk unless he wants her to talk. He doesn't dr- let her dress herself unless, you know, he approves it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of her outfits have been like, you know. Yeah. She, I think there's like a picture of her like where she's only outside and like topless holding a pillow. Like that's yeah. what her outfit is. Yes. That was, what? I think a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And even since then, it's, it's very, um, exhibitionist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of course not of him. It's of his wife. Absolutely. He, yeah. And I have seen a lot of like hot takes on Twitter and stuff, but I think there's a lot of merit to it because a lot of people are like, he's using her, uh, as like his Kim voodoo doll and Absolutely. he's doing to her what he wishes he could do to Kim and even outside of that too i think he's just a control freak and i yeah. think that he hates women and i think he's using her and i i i never like seeing what's going on there because i feel like it's so clear that she is going through something and he's you know mm-hmm. not treating her right um and i don't think that she yeah and i wonder either what's that going she doesn't see it and Kanye feel it still... or she doesn't care and, and either he... one of those are sad yeah and like you see her still hanging out with like his kids and stuff too. So it's like, I wonder what it is. I mean, this is all just, you know, speculation that part, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I wonder what she's getting out of it. Yeah. Money. And I hope it's worth it. I hope so. I mean, if I hope, she's just I hope doing that it for the we, bag, then pop you know what? I hope, I hope that what we see is like the worst of it. Like, I hope there's nothing else, right. you know, insidious going on behind yeah. the scenes. Cause I feel like that could be very possible, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping that it's just a weird, um, that's it. I just hope it's weird and that that's the worst. And it's wild it for me to see people clinging on, I think, to fame. Because I think right now we're getting a bit of a surgence of people leaving the screen. Yeah. And I think we're seeing that a lot with, like, YouTubers. Like, all of the big main OG YouTubers are leaving. I kind of love that. It's I think everybody wild. needs to chill. Yeah. It's, like, it's it's so real because these people are, like, 30-year-olds that grew up from their teenage years mm-hmm. trying to, like, vibe or not vibe, grind to, yeah. like, you know, get their name out there. And then yeah. they reach 30 and they're like, well, this was an insane experience i think i need to get offline now yeah like i think that not that i was not that this was really during any prime era of my life but i kind of miss when you didn't know anything about a celebrity i kind of miss when they just did not have any press about them i miss when magazines were just like look what they wore on the red carpet and Mm -hmm. that was it as opposed to a lot of people are saying this is why she had her third miscarriage i actually don't care about that and i actually don't think you should talk about that i think there's a lot of information out there that i just don't want access to that should not be provided. And um, so, yeah, I'm glad that people are getting out of mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And I also think I'm glad that there's a, sort of a reality check for people that if you're famous and you say something stupid, yeah. people aren't going to want to listen to you anymore. Like, um, or actually, yeah, we'll leave it at that. What were you going to say, Rose? I was going to say that I also think that that's a whole different genre of influencer. Like, I feel like. A-list celebrities, part of the things, like, one of the things that makes them A-list and that makes them so popular is how unreachable they are. Mm -hmm. And all of these new, like, influencers and YouTubers and stuff and people that 
are like even if they're like stepping out of the spotlight they still haven't been in the spotlight that mm-hmm. long right mm-hmm. and i feel like that's yeah it's a big thing how reachable they are yeah and yeah. it's that's scary that's and important, that's yeah. yeah important yeah important to know but also it's just not like viable to continue this or not that sounds nihilistic but i think that with ai it's harder to like oh my God. feel justified and validated in a form of like in a career in the arts yeah um and that's scary <laughs> but yeah. a lot of people now are like what's worth it and what's not and it's like if you're putting your face out there then you're letting your face be used for whatever the public wants at this point now yeah. along with your voice along with your everything yeah my another thing i want to say i won't elaborate ai worst, <laughs> said, worst i want to elaborate <laughs> worst thing to come out of anything in the last like three years yeah it's gonna make it incredibly difficult to release good art because it's gonna be uh money yeah and it's dangerous because i mean i'm sure we've all been seeing like people doing ai like deep fakes of real people and celebrities and not that they're not real but you know like Mm -hmm. just normal people and what if there is like a but like what if there's something that makes ai worth it like what if it's like some life-changing thing that like ai can I would help say us that's with a, i would say that's would a completely different like branch of that yeah because i think, I think that, that technology gets needs to be yes i think that there's a lot of things that ai can be used as a tool for that mm. is very valuable and even in art because like i remember reading something about like the into the spider-verse movie and they used ai to sort of like demarcate where they needed certain like comic book mm. art lines to like go in like the face facial recognition and stuff like that and so i remembered like that's a great tool now an, a person doesn't have to comb through hundreds of hours of animation or media mm-hmm. or content and frame by frame do this they can have a tool that finds it for them so they can continue doing their work mm-hmm. but if you are using an ai bot to create start to finish art i think that takes all the soul out of it the point is gone Everything about it is just completely made a mockery of by AI. I hate that. And it's insane because it is this like human freedom of like, yeah, people like, I was going to say like, if you're not hurting anyone, you should do whatever you want. But I guess AI is hurting people. But there is this like business like format, I guess, where people think that they should be able to like create whatever they want. And if that they're creating it with the AI, then if we're using that tool, then it has to be accessible for everyone. I think that's the at least the... Yeah, and that's what I think is crazy about yeah. it because I think, like, everyone should have access to art. Everyone should have access to creating the art that they want to create. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that AI is actually a good way to do that. So I don't it turns think it's... into, like, it's in the hands of the people. It's like, are more yeah. people going to want to just use the AI to make money or are more people going to want to, like, defend the arts? And that's going to be a battle that we're going to see, I think. In I think I disagree of, with the dichotomy you just made. You don't think it's going to be those two? Because I think that that's where the laws are going to come into play. I think what AI. you just said was, it's is it about the money or is it about making art? And I... What did you just say? I said that people are going to argue about whether AI should be used to make money or if it should... Um, or if they want to protect art instead. Ah, okay. Yes, I agree with you then. Okay. So, <laughs> My bad. I misunderstood the original. And so, I agree. I and so, yeah, that is a, like a lot of the battles are, is yeah. going to look like in terms of creating also, laws and. Yeah, because I think it also goes beyond just a art to, mm-hmm. AI art, too, because it has been used to, like, you know, like, have you seen those TikTok edits where they do, like, Toad, but he's singing Mitski or something? Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. they've done stuff like that. And at first, I was like, oh, that's goofy and kind of fun. Um, it stops being fun when you realize people can create a voice that sounds exactly like mm-hmm. yours saying anything mm-hmm. i do think that's stupid i think that first of all it can be it can create something remember when i said i wasn't going to elaborate yeah <laughs> <laughs> um i think it's crazy because now something can be created that is not real that you know can't hurt people and i also think that it's crazy because then people who actually are doing something terrible or have said something terrible can say someone made that out of AI and I didn't actually do that. So is there adaptability? Can we do something where it's like, cause I can imagine too that because a lot of um, platforms are getting the like mm-hmm. magnifying glass, do they have the responsibility to then like, is there a way to verify whether or not yeah. it's a deep fake or not? I do think technology is pretty much always going to outpace like the law and yeah. any kind of regulations yeah. or any, even like that's what technology any, is it's something any new. handbook for how to use something exactly and so i do think that i'm sure that will come in time i just don't know if it's going to be quick enough to avoid 
the damage that it's going to do, mm-hmm. you know? But does that adaptability then help us learn something new? It's like this Maybe. like crazy, yeah, it's like, I don't know if it's worth, I'm always skeptical, skeptical, <laughs> yeah, hesitant, skeptical, always, yeah, I'm yeah, always yeah. hesitant about like, do you just say like something's bad completely or, or is that the same thing as like, oh, I like, cause you know, technology is always going to be scary and it was yeah. scary in the past like a microwave yeah. has been scary for years yeah <laughs> i think it's always i personally am terrified of my microwave me yeah. too i think my microwave is gonna I give me cancer i think it's good to like you know be open to like the possibility of like new technologies because i think we've gotten so much good out of a lot of those things but i think it's important to like know that like you can condemn the bad parts of something and also accept the good things that it mm-hmm. does like i accept that like there's a lot of uses for ai as a tool that people use in science and in art and in any aspect of technology where any field that you use technology in, which is arguably all of them, um, I do think that there's a use for it and I do think that's important. But I think this new frontier of AI art and making deep fakes and creating things that are designed to be, you know, completely identical to a real thing. I do think that's really dangerous Mm -hmm. and I don't like it. I think it's unsettling. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Um, but weird. I, it's weird, mm-hmm. but I do think that there's, yeah. So other uses of AI I think are good. I just think that everything that I have seen come out of like AI art and being able to plug things into a, you know, keyword box and get what you want mm. has all been yeah. negative. And I wonder what, what's the answer to that? Like, I wonder how people are going to try to minimize it or just standardize how it should be used. It's yeah. crazy. It's, I, don't, I don't know what the answers are. I don't know either. If you came here for answers, <laughs> I don't yeah, know what we to don't, tell you. We don't have any of those. We're fresh out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe that'll be next uh, future episode. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some we answers. figure out everything. <laughs> we will figure yeah. this out. We'll get back to you, actually. So next yeah. week, we're talking about AI and Rose's um, Spotify. Um, Rose's Spotify? My, Rose's okay. Spotify. Oh, yeah, we can talk about Spotify, Spotify session. Her Spotify, Spotify session. session. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, let's talk about my Spotify. And who she wants to be a judge. Oh, yeah. Who she would cast as judgment. God, I have a lot of work to do. You do. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in with us. Long episode. Thanks for bearing with us. Mm-hmm. And we love you. Love you. Love you.